Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 211, another episode of Ask Bob, where I take your questions and I answer them here on the show. So today's question that I'll be answering actually came in from uh, somebody that was tuning into one of our Clubhouse broadcasts. We've been doing these daily broadcasts, these live coaching sessions every morning at 9 a.m. They've been pretty amazing. It's been great to connect with so many of you over there. But we were focusing on mindset. We were talking about belief. And all of you that listen to this show, you know that's like our thing. It's the number one area where we help people. But we were talking about this concept of having red light stories and how they hold us back. And this person sent me a message on Instagram afterwards. And basically she said, look, I've heard you talk about red light stories before. You know, I get it. Like I'm aware of the fact that I do it now, but where I'm struggling is I'm doing my affirmations. I'm journaling. I'm working on my mindset. I'm doing all the things, but I, my my mind keeps telling me these red light stories and it keeps getting me stuck. So how do I get past it? When does it stop? Was the question. And I thought it was a really important question because I get asked this question quite a bit. And in short, here's the answer. And I'll dedicate the whole show to digging deeper on this. They never stop. The red light stories never stop. They'll always be there. Your mind will always have that negative perspective, those limiting beliefs. They'll always be waiting there for you. What changes is you stop believing them. You stop attaching yourself to them. You finally realize that you are not your stories. You are the author of your story. So the goal is not to have them stop. The goal is not to get rid of them because a lot of times when people start doing this work, you know, we have our students, they come into our programs and we, we take them through this thing called the formula for transformation that teaches them how to build belief in any area of their life. And then they start beating themselves up because they see how often they create these red light stories. And I have to remind them it's okay. It just makes you a human being, right? Red light stories are fine. The problem is when you Attach yourself to them when that's what you choose to believe. So we're going to talk a little bit about this idea of it's okay to have negative thoughts. It's okay to have limiting beliefs. It's okay for these red light stories to be there. You just have to learn. We talk about mastering your mind. In the present moment, you have to recognize them for what they are. They're just a story. They're not true. And in that moment, you have to make a shift in your focus. You have to choose the positive over the negative. So we're going to talk about that today, and uh, I think it'll be a really valuable episode for a lot of you. But I'll tell you, I want to tie in my story here a little bit to this episode as well, and this was part of the inspiration is, you know, it's been a crazy couple of weeks here on my end, and I apologize. I know we haven't been as consistent with getting our two episodes a week as promised out to you, but part of it has been because there's been so much happening in my personal life, like all great things, but we started Clubhouse and that's taken a lot of time. But last week, my wife and I have been looking for a house. My wife, Shannon, and I, we've been looking for a house for a year. You know, we live in Center City, Philadelphia, and we're just looking to get out of the city, right? We got two little boys. I just, I want a yard. I want to be able to play with them. And the city has lost its lure, quite frankly, with COVID. You can't do anything. So we just want to get into the suburbs. I grew up there. She did whatever. We're looking for a year. And it's been impossible to find a house. We've already lost out on two homes. One was a competitive bid we lost. The second one, the inspection came back bad. And it's just been kind of deflating. And it's taken some of the air out of the process. Well, Last week, out of nowhere, a house popped up, off-market deal, 
our realtor got us in there and it literally was like our dream home. Like, I mean, we couldn't have scripted out a better house for us. And we put an offer in and it was this long dragged out competitive process. And, you know, we, uh, it was us and another couple and the owner asked us to come back with the best and final. And we did. And we wrote her a letter and sent a little picture of our family and just, you know, we just, we just were honest with her. We put our, we put our heart out and just told her the way we felt about our home and how we could see ourselves raising our family there. And, and she responded back to us, which I was amazed at. And she was just like, I can't tell you how much this letter just resonated with me. It means so much. And we went to look at the house again, the la- you know, the day we were going to submit our best and final and we met her. And she was the most amazing person and she was so warm and welcoming and, you know, she showed us part of the house. But anyway, we submitted the offer. Our offer was actually less. The other offer was a better offer in every aspect and she chose us. And it was such a cool just experience because this was always the way we saw this going down. So it's like this year of just time and frustration and we saw probably 50 or 60 houses and now we understand why. And I'm sharing this with you for a reason. I'll get to the point, but like, you know, I share my life with all of you. Like, I feel like you all are like my family and part of my, you know, that we're creating something special here. And I share it with you because I just want to express some gratitude to all of you because, you know, my wife and I, my family, we're literally moving into our dream house and we're every day. We're like, I can't believe we're going to be living in this house. Like it's so far beyond anything I ever thought was going to be possible for me. And when I started this journey five years ago, doing this podcast and creating content, as your virtual upline, I mean, I was broke. I could barely even afford my rent. When my wife and I bought our first home, we were stressed out whether we could even afford the home that we had, but we just believed that if I kept doing this, that we could figure out a way to make it work. And our home that we have now is a beautiful home, but you know, this is the thing that we've always hoped would be a possibility for us, but never really were sure if we were ever gonna be able to do it. And we did it. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without you you know, without your support. And, you know, if five years ago, if you would have told me that this is what was going to happen in my life, I would have really liked to say, I believe you, but I don't know that I would have, you know, and I think I say that to you because I know there's so many of you that are listening to this show right now that are, are where I was five years ago, you know, just feeling alone in your business and doubting yourself. And part of my problem was when I started this journey, I had all these red light stories about, am I even going to really be able to do it? You know, that was holding me back. I was so paralyzed with fear. It took me literally six months to do a video, like straight up. I was struggling so much, doubting myself, living in fear, right? And, and, and I know there's so many of you that find yourself in that place. And I just want you to understand if you can just make a shift in this area. If you can recognize these red light stories and these limiting beliefs that you have that have been holding you back, that, that, that have been keeping from, from you from sharing yourself with the world and showing up in your business the way that you truly are capable of, right? Your lack of results is not because you don't have the ability. You've just been lacking the belief. And when we can shift in this area, it ignites an entirely entire new vision for what's possible in our life. So I just want to like express some gratitude to every single one of you for being a part of my journey from the bottom of my heart and soul, my family, my wife, Shannon, my two little boys, Grayson and JP, like I am just, I'm so thankful for you. I'm just, I'm just really grateful. 
that that God has blessed me with with the ability to do the work that I do and to be able to work with people like you that are truly out there wanting to make a difference in the world. And I just want you to know I'll never stop doing what I do because I have such a passion to help see people like you win because you're the kind of people that's going to make a difference in the world. So, you know, I just want to say thank you. But when we talk about this concept of having a red light story, you know, I think back to my early days as an entrepreneur, you know, red light stories for those of you that are new to our, our show and, and, and what we do, they're the limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves that hold us back, right? Beliefs are nothing more than stories that we tell ourselves. And the problem is we hold on to these stories, these red light stories that keep us from showing up in our business the way that we want to, but we don't even recognize them as a story. We just accept them as true. My One of my biggest red light stories almost my entire life was that I didn't have anything important to say. You know, part of my red light story was I was just shy. I was introverted. People didn't really care what I had to say. And that led me to having this incredible fear of public speaking almost my entire life. And it wasn't until I joined a network marketing business. And look, it's so funny because I can think back and I remember. I remember the day I signed into my business, first time I ever heard of network marketing. I sat across the table from my sponsor. His name was Mike. He was a UPS driver. And I said to Mike, I said, look, I'm about to write you this check and I'm going to do this. And I wasn't joking. I was like straight up, like dead serious and looking him in the eye. And I said, listen, here's the only condition. If I do this, you have to promise me I'll never have to do what you just did, <laughs> which is give a presentation. Like I was serious. I'm like, I'm not doing it, right? It's, that's not me. That's not what I do. And Mike, God bless him. I can laugh about it now. He looked me straight back in the eye and he lied to my face and said, yep, I promise you, you'll never have to do it. <laughs> if I only would have known when I signed in what I know now. And then here I was having to literally face this fear that came from this red light story that I had created about myself that this just wasn't something I was. I wasn't a leader. I wasn't a successful entrepreneur. I wasn't good at speaking. People didn't want to hear what I had to say. I was so afraid of it for so long. My entire life, I avoided it. And it wasn't until I began to recognize it for what it was. It's not true. It was just a story that I was holding on to. When I recognized that if I could simply just change my story that I tell myself about myself, if I could start believing some bigger things about myself, that it would give me the confidence I needed to start doing things I had never done before. And there I was every day having to battle myself in my mind and say, Bob, you can do this. You can give that presentation. You can reach out to that prospect. You can call them. You can lead that person. You can train them. You can inspire them. Constantly having to sell myself on myself, be my biggest cheerleader. And every single time I did it, I grew. Right? We teach this thing, love, serve, grow. What I was doing is I was learning how to love myself in the moment show belief to myself, affirm me. And as I did that, it gave me the ability to serve and start doing things that I had never done before, trying to focus on helping others. And in the process of doing that, I grew. And how crazy is it when I look at my life today, 20 years later, when I started this journey from when I joined my first network marketing company, the way that I make my impact in the world is by talking and sharing my story and my voice. Like what I didn't realize is the thing that was my biggest fear most of my life was actually a reflection of the greatest gift that God had given me. 
And I never would have discovered that potential inside of me, those gifts, had I not faced my red light story for what it really was, it's a lie, and started taking action from a different place. Now, look, I wasn't great overnight. What you see today is a culmination of 20 years of loving and serving and growing, but I share that with you because you have talents and gifts inside of you that are so far beyond anything you've ever even given yourself credit for that you've never discovered because you've been stuck in your red light story. And look, we all have some version of us being not enough or not worthy that holds us back. Everybody's story is a little different, but it's all the same. It limits us. It keeps us from showing up the way that we've been created to. And here's what I say people all the time when I coach them on this area. You didn't create yourself. God did. So in that understanding, it's not your job to judge the creation. It's not your job to compare the creation to other people and wish you were someone else. It's your job to accept it, to marvel at the miracle of it, and to start showing up from that place. Now, you'll never be able to do that if you get stuck and you don't recognize the power that this red light story has over you. And here's what's so interesting. It's not like I still don't have it because I do. That red light story that I had most of my life, that I'm not a great speaker, right? That people don't care what I have to say. Who are you to think that you can do something like that? Every time I challenge myself to do something different or new, I try to level up, it's right there waiting for me. The first time I ever did a webinar, it was right there waiting for me, scared me to death. The first time I ever did a live video, it was right there waiting for me. The first time I ever did a live event, it was right there waiting for me. That imposter syndrome sitting on my shoulder telling me, what are you doing? You're going to fail. Who do you think you are? You've never done anything like this before. Every single step of my journey when I'm trying to go to that next level, it's there. Here's the only difference. I see it for what it is now, and I choose to not believe it anymore. Yes, I can feel it in the moment, but I recognize it, and I say, Bob, that's not where you're going to operate from. You are not your story. You are the author of your story, and I will say the same thing to you. You know, we teach in our program, we teach our students, we take them through this process of identifying their core story. And I did an episode on that a couple of episodes ago. But that's the story you tell yourself about yourself. It's the most important red light story in your life. We have people that, number one, they get really emotional and they struggle sharing their story. Or here's the thing. We teach them how to write it out and then as a, as a kind of like as a symbolism, actually burn it or rip it up. It's kind of like releasing the power of your old story. And I'll have people that will tell me, I can't do it. Or they get, it's so hard for them to share. Like I'm, you know, I'm just a, I'm an introverted person or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sad person. I'm a negative person. Like we get, we struggle so much in sharing the story because here's what we don't realize. Our story is not us. Our story doesn't define us. We created our story or it was given to us by someone else. We accepted someone else's opinion of us as our truth. And we've held it for so long. We don't even realize it's not actually us. You are not your story. And you are also not your feelings. If you are feeling sad, you're not a sad person. It just means in that moment, you're telling yourself a red light story that's causing you to feel sad. 
If you are negative, feeling negative, you are not a negative person. All it means is that you have one perspective that you're trying on, but you have to remember there's always another perspective. In every circumstance of your life, there's two ways to interpret it, positive or negative. And the problem is if you've been struggling to create the results you want, you've been spending way too much time focusing on the negative. So here's the point in me sharing this with you is as you begin this work, whether you're listening to our podcast or if you're really serious about getting into it, you're in one of our programs, just know that it's totally normal. The stories will always be there. Look, life is 50% positive and 50% negative. It will always be that way. See, it's the existence of the negative that makes the positive so good. It's the contrast of life. So confidence to me is allowing ourselves to experience any emotion or feeling that comes up and then in that moment, deciding if that's the path that we want to take. So having that old story pop up, but then being able to catch yourself and say, uh-uh, I'm not going to do that anymore, right? You know, I, look, starting Clubhouse for me, this old story flamed up again because I, I remember doing my first Clubhouse and I'd never done it before. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't know what I was going to say. And there it was. The old story was waiting for me. Bob, what are you doing? You're going to make a fool out of yourself. Right? I don't even know if anybody's going to hop on here. They don't know you're on Clubhouse, right? What if, you know, what, what if you do it? Like other people have been on here weeks before you and you're going to get on here and you're going to make a fool of yourself. Like literally, I, my mind just starts going because that's what it will do. And then I had to in the moment, I had to say, "Well, wait a minute here. That story's certainly not making me feel very good about doing it." So what I had to do was say, "Okay, what's the story that I need to tell myself in this moment that's that will serve me in showing up with confidence and belief and being able to go out and execute the way that that I know that I want to." And in that moment, I had to stop focusing on myself. And I had to say, "Bob, just do the same thing here that you've done everywhere else. Show up from a place of love, which is believing in yourself, and serve." And don't make it about you. Make it about helping others, right? If I want to have confidence in anything, just have confidence in my own compassion and ability to be there for someone else and do the best with what I have, knowing that that's going to be enough for most people. And I acted from that place. But my point in sharing that with you is it was still there for me. You know, there are still days where I wake up and I feel like a total imposter. And I look at my life that I create around me and I say, are you, do you really deserve that? Are you really worthy of that? I still have those moments, right? It's, it's constantly going to be there. And you want to know what? It's okay. Because it just means you're a human being. See, the key is this. We have to learn how to show ourselves more love and compassion, right? To show ourselves some grace and allow ourselves to have bad days, right? To, to be negative, to, to doubt ourselves from time to time. But we can't get caught up in that old story anymore. So the point is this, the red light stories, they'll never go away. And it's totally fine that you have them. What you will learn as you begin to do this work that we're teaching you to do, this thing called the formula, that's the, the formula for transformation, by the way, is what you need. You'll never be able to do this on your own because trying to do it on your own is what got you in a problem in the first place, didn't it? You've got to have a blueprint and a framework, and you need the help of someone other than you that can see your blind spots, that can call you out when you need it, and that can guide you through the process. This is the most important area that we help every single one of our students is helping them implement this new operating system for their mind that we call the formula. And here's the great news. I got a big announcement that I want to share with you. We are actually doing a free training on the formula. I've never taught it in its current form publicly ever. We've only made it available to our students. But here's why I'm doing this. Because since I've been doing these clubhouse broadcasts, 
I've been coaching so many people on it and it's like such a validation that like it is literally no matter what problem they have, the coaching always comes back to this and they realize, well, this is the thing that's been keeping me stuck. They come in thinking their problem is systems, their problem is social media, their problem is this, and it always comes back to this, their core story. They're operating from fear and scarcity. So it's so important and I wanna be able to serve people so much in this capacity because I know this is the most important thing we do. We've decided to actually do a free live training that you can join and you can actually learn the framework that we give to all of our students. So here's the deal. All you have to do is go to your virtualupline.com forward slash belief, yourvirtualupline.com forward slash belief. You can register there. It's happening on, now, if you're listening to this, what may already have happened, if you're hearing, you know, listen to this after the fact, but the live training is happening on Thursday, February 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, we'll put that link in the show notes as well, but Look, we only have a 1,000 live spots, so get yourself registered, tell your team, make sure you show up early so you can get on there. But I can't wait to share this information with you. It is literally going to be the most important training of your life. And when you see it visually, how I teach it, it's for a lot of you, it's going to be that aha moment that you've been that you've been looking for. So who's it right for? If you're somebody that struggles with inconsistency, that's a belief issue. If you self-sabotage, that's a belief issue. If you struggle with fear and overwhelm, those are belief issues. If you struggle with time management, that's a belief issue. Perfectionism, that's a belief issue. Literally all these things, the, your inability to grow your team, develop leaders, belief issue, belief issue, belief issue. If you can start there, it solves literally almost every problem you have in your business as a byproduct. So here's where we want to help you. So I hope you tune in and check that out. Once again, we'll put the link in the show notes. And um, I hope you got some value out of the episode today. You know, I just, once again, I just, I'm so grateful. Like, I just thank God every single day for every one of you who, I mean, you just, you all inspire me to do this because I see how hard you're willing to work on yourself. I see the difference that you're making in the world. And if, look, me doing this podcast and me doing Clubhouse videos and YouTube videos, like if that helps you even in the slightest bit, like if I can just be a small part of your journey and helping you get to that next level in your life, then look, I am, there's nothing I do that makes me more fulfilled. So I love all of you for being here. And uh, once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope you got some value out of the episode today. And hey, look, I promise I won't talk about Clubhouse too much because some of you are probably like, dude, we can't get on. We get it. Like we've got FOMO. But if, if you can get on Clubhouse and we're not connected there, definitely check it out. I promise you before long, all of you will be able to spend time on there. But I promise I won't talk about it in every episode. If I can, I'll do my best. But once again, uh, hope to see you next week on that training. So have a great day, everybody. Take care. 